You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hi. Oh, hey. Hi, we're live. Hi, What's everybody. Go to randallsylvie.com. <laughs> Not right now, but later you can. Right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, do it right later. now. What's going on, everybody? Uh, it's a Grolix night. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. I'm off my game. You're, you, yeah. Hey, it's Randy. Randy's here. And me. <laughs> Melanie's here. Melanie's here. She's right. hiding. Where's the window that says Melanie? Or, I got rid or, of it. Or Pimp <laughs> Grolix. <laughs> oh, it's Science Pimp most recently? I think so. Okay. No, no, real most recently, it's me, Lainey. It's also me, uh, jessekiefer.com. Yeah, I'm sorry. Feel free to jump in whenever, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> also, no. jessekiefer.com is here. Go there after you go to randallsylvie.com. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, it's got to be a competition. That's how it works, though. You read from left to right, so. Oh, hey Savannah, we're live. Where are you? <laughs> she gave up on us already. <laughs> we, we weren't there at eight oh three or eight oh five, but we're here at eight oh seven. We're ready to rock. I hope. Well, yeah, I hope to have a few people stroll in because this is a viewer heavy topic. Yeah, yeah like like that Limp Biscuit song, strolling, strolling, strolling. Not like yeah. that. I, no, no. I and they're all God, I immediately regretted rolling. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> rolling, rolling. I know what's a line for the cat in the biscuit. Keep Where's our uh, baby? Because he'd always I'm say rolling, baby. Rolling, rolling, and then he directed, on. and then he directed Travolta play a mentally handicapped person. Fred Durst did. Yeah, that movie. The was it the fan, the fanatic? Yeah, it sounds like a movie. Oh, it really? just came out not long ago. Got John Travolta. Yeah, was Fred, by- Fred Durst was a director. He directed that movie. Yeah, who who saw who saw the album uh, Limp Bizkit and the Golden Cobra and thought, hey, you know what I want to do? I want to give uh, Fred Durst a bunch of money and and let him direct a movie. Let him direct for me. What Limp Bizkit and the Golden Cobra? Is that a thing? I think that was the last album they did. Oh, we lost a we lost a viewer already. This is what happens when you trash talk Fred Durst. Well, if I had known. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The only talk Fred Durst gets is trash talk. Pretty much, yeah. The only Fred Durst song that I know is a cover of some 80s song. Gotta have faith. Yeah, that's the only one I know. We uh we went to a, a Limp Biscuit concert and I think it was System of a Down and uh um, I, I did too, but I still don't remember. Was it some of the Wu Tang? Wu Tang Clan was oh there because that was when like Red and Meth were um, touring with them because they were on at least one good song. I think I saw them when I saw Corn and Ice Cube and Rammstein. Ooh, so that would have been one of the big festivals. Some nice festivals. You guys are bringing the. Hey, Savannah. Hey, Paul. You guys are bringing the 90s cred. That is when I went. <laughs> I can't remember. I 
I think the last big concert I went to, and it was post '90s, was Nine Inch Nails, and it should have been awesome, but it was maybe that wasn't the uh, maybe I don't know one of the last, but it was kind of not awesome, and I was like, I think I'm done with concerts. You know what? The Nine Inch Nails one I went to was in the '90s, and it was awesome. I saw one post '90s that was awesome, but also I think we went. I think we went more than once, and like one of them was awesome, and one of them was like, so that was a show. <laughs> Um, so since we are starting to get the listeners in, what's up, Savannah, Paul, and whoever the other person is, there's somebody else. It's me. Sorry. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> Sorry Jesse. to break the illusion here. You know, we give Savannah some credit. We give Paul a lot of credit. Jesse tunes in every episode. <laughs> we don't give Jesse enough credit. <laughs> it's because I'm so like, I don't know why I need to have it over here too. <laughs> well, it, no, it makes sense. It's here and it here. Sense. Uh, well, at the beginning of this, that's why I, I'm always distracted because I've got other windows open. I've got to do things in uh, this episode. Savannah says, I go to lots of shows, but to be honest, Tool last year was boring. Really? That's. I think that's more because we're getting old than that. They're sucking well... more personally. Well, they're getting old too. That might be part of it. But you know, you don't want to like stand there and jump for twenty minutes. You want to like sit down and not have your back hurt and have a drink or something. And Tool really got away from like I don't know, like they they're more into like environmental, like six minute long sound. That's what I'm into now too. Things. I should go to Tool. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool concert to go to. But yeah, I I went this past year and. You know, same same thing. It was it was good. The music was awesome, but I could have also heard the same thing um, at home, probably. Well, I was listening to Bella Lugosi's Dead, and I'm like, I wish this didn't have words. And it was all just music, and I would love it. You would like a Tool show then, because yeah. it's a lot of jamming. Peter Murphy. Okay, but I like the music better. Sorry. That's not the only time. There's a lot of times that I'm like, this thing thinks you shouldn't have any lyrics. That'd be great. People need to shut up. Okay. <laughs> well, when it comes to Maynard, that's you don't want him to talk. You just want him to sing. Yeah, that's yeah. All hunched over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just that's all he does on a tool stage, anyways, is he just kind of does like this back and forth rock thing. It's kind of rocks back and forth. Yes. I had a better time at Perfect Circle. Yes. Hundred times, yes. Really, that's I find that interesting. I, I like Perfect Circle, but I like the music of Tool more. Maynard is unchained a little bit in Perfect Circle and his own. Like uh, he's got his solo project. I went and saw. It's called Pussifer. Is his solo endeavor, and it was pretty phenomenal. Like he, like he, he wheels out like this mini camper on stage and sets up like a, a pseudo campfire type of situation and then he's still got like his visuals and crazy stuff in the background but yeah at the perfect circle show that i went to he was like dressed up like santa claus and like this is way back when i'm sure they've been back through since but it was super fun and that was when they were like a super group like um what's his name from smashing pumpkins was part of the band so i can't remember it was really good did i see did i see a perfect circle where did i go to i don't know ask savannah she would know she keeps better track of my stuff than I do. Yeah, I was going to say, if you did, it, at least it within the last, you know, however long, it was probably with her. 
I don't know about back in the day if you went with her to a lot of shows or not. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember back in the day. Man, I'm trying to share it from here and it wants to share it as Grolix. That's frustrating sometimes. Melanie has that same issue here. Do you see what this? Yeah, you know what? It won't give me that option. Really? Yes. Well, that's because I'm Randall Sylvie. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to kick you in, in a private spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I'm done. For a moment, it said that couldn't be shared, and then it shared it. Baxter Arena. Let's see. APC. Oh, a perfect circle. Paul says APC delivers a much better show. Um. However, this is not the perfect circle cool hour. <laughs> that was a fine conversation, though. I like yeah, it. I didn't say Pussifer because that's fun to say. Pussifer is the way I've always heard it said. It sounds dirtier. Sounds like it should be Grolixed. But Pussifer is grosser, in my, my, my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> More gross. I'm going to... Yeah. What are we talking about, then, Randall? So this episode... So Grolix is Legion? Yes. I am Legion. So this episode, we had movie homework. Uh, I don't know if viewers, listeners, if you got a chance to watch Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, uh, Fantabulous Emancipation of Jared Leto. But, dot com. Uh, <laughs> dot com slash support. And, <laughs> and Suicide Squad 1.5. I thought, wait. Do you think this movie would have done better or worse if they called it like Suicide Squad 2 or Suicide Squad 1.5? It's I not Suicide know. Squad. Birds of Prey is a yeah. Well, but, oh wait, I don't know right. if it did bad anyway, right? It didn't do great, but also nobody really knew what the name was. Yeah. Even now, you can still find it as either Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, or Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Well, that's the that's the end credits is like at, at the, when it's all done, it's this Birds of Prey and or whatever. It's mm -hmm. like so we're gonna discuss. That movie. That was our movie homework. Savannah said she watched it today. Awesome. And then also Cage Match, which I'm super yes. excited for. I kind of hope we get some more opinions from people in the in the uh, chat because there's there's quite a range of Nicolas Cage performances to choose from. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm very curious to hear people's reasons for why they would want to get stuck either in quarantine or a desert island. or I don't, We couldn't remember what our stipulation was, but whatever. Confined with a Nicolas Cage character, which one and why? That's mm -hmm. the question. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure which we should start with. I kind of feel like we should probably start with Birds of Prey. Yeah, just to get it. Because otherwise we will, we're not, we'll get so excited with the Nick Cage that we'll be too tired to do the Harley Quinn. That's true. Um, all right. Well, let's see. First, let me do some info. Okay, well, do your info. I have a comment, though. Okay, say your comment. I think Ewan McGregor was being silly. Okay, let me do some info. <laughs> uh, as listed on themoviedb.org, which is my preferred source for movie data info, uh, mainly because all the info is like public domain and or whatever, and technically IMDb owns their listings. Okay. Anyway. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, 2020, uh, directed by Kathy Yan, screenplay by Christina Hodson, and of course, starring Margot Robbie, 
uh, Ewan McGregor, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Rosie Perez, the, this girl, that guy, this girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are the, okay, those are like the leads that people know. Yeah. Uh, overview, Harley Quinn joins forces with a singer, an assassin, and a police detective to help a young girl who had a hit placed on her after she stole a rare diamond from a crime lord. Um, Harley Quinn. Oh, there's, ooh, interesting. Hmm. There's uh, Savannah's got opinions. I'm going to hold this for a second, but I actually disagree a lot. Okay, so oh. first, I don't disagree with this. Uh, Savannah says it was fun, but not the greatest movie ever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fair. Yes, um, I agree. What did, so what did you guys think? And we can hold, there's honestly, there's not a lot to spoil with this movie. Right. It's not like the plot's there. It's not horrible, it, but. It doesn't have anything surprising as far as. How it plays out. Yeah. Or that kind of movie would, would play out, you know? Right. So I, I guess there's certain things like how ultimately it resolves. We could maybe not discuss just to keep it somewhat spoiler free, but. I don't know. We'll probably be hitting light spoilers. So just kind of a heads up, I guess. I don't think it matters if we do the results either, but I know, but still, well, all my, my one takeaway from the whole thing is we need more roller derby in movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think roller derby fits Harley Quinn. It does. J- Jesse, what did you think? Uh, overall, I liked it. I liked it. Um, but also because I didn't, I didn't have high hopes for it at all. Um, because you know, the last time we saw uh, Harley Quinn was in Suicide Squad, which was god awful, and uh, she was probably the best part of that movie. So I should have had a little bit higher hopes for this because, again, she was the best part of that movie. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was okay, and I think the reason that I thought it was okay is they stripped away all that ridiculous not i mean like there's a lot of stuff that's ridiculous about this movie but they stripped away a lot of the the nonsense the the super world threatening overarching space witch sky hole nonsense and just got down to brass tacks of action 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 and kind of deadpool meta humor yeah just fun it's like some some weird freaky people here and there, but for the most part, it's just bad guys and masks. Yeah, right. and you know, I've said many times, and I'm not the only one. You know, I don't. I probably picked this up from someone online, but um, DC, in terms of comics, because Harley originated in the. She's one of the few characters that originated in other media and then went into comics. But it modern Harley is much very much DC's Deadpool. They make yeah. her very the fourth wall breaking meta Mm -hmm. joke character and this movie definitely does that but it doesn't do that to the extent that the deadpool movies do that and i was actually kind of glad about that or even the comic book it's i mean it it did hit a lot of the comic book things where it's just the harley quinn comic book but it's not as bad as that was um she does talk to the camera but she's also the narrator so yeah um the humor was okay. Like it was more like just kind of wacky and fun and doesn't it for the most part didn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. And that worked as opposed to trying to be funny and also take itself seriously or mm-hmm. trying to be funny and just missing. 
I just felt the humor was just like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. Like amusing, but not laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've got to get to some of these comments there. I haven't yet because they've been jumping. Oh, that last comment, which I totally agree with came from the Grawlix podcast. So that must be you, Jesse. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the first thing that I saw that I kind of disagree with, and maybe we could talk about this a little bit. Savannah says McGregor is not a good villain. Um, he can be maybe, but I don't think he was in this particularly either. I I'm I'm gonna agree and disagree with her on that. In that I think he was an I think he was fine as a villain. I didn't like him as the Black Mask. I think they could have thrown that Black Mask in a into a into a dumpster and just played it the way they had it written, and I would have been fine. But that's me being too much of a nerd about it, probably. Well, that is a common the common complaint I've heard is that comic book nerds are not are going to complain about black mask um yep check she also uh, savannah also went on to say mcgregor is lovable kind of guy but i recently rewatched all the star wars so i might still be stuck on obi-wan i liked mcgregor in this a lot i thought he was a good villain because he was fittingly wacky but then like creepy they did go weird with him yeah and I, for me, like he's Black Mask in name, right? Like, right. Kind of had, but like, they just reskinned Black. I mean, like, they're just we're we're gonna yeah. do our own character, but you know, it's DC. He'll be Black Mask, I guess. Right. But Black Mask for me, just it, not a super strong villain. Right. Well, he's okay, but he's not. He's like a mobster. That's what yeah, he is. Exactly. So I was like, well, I don't have a problem with them altering the character that much, but. Jesse, you said it. Zaz is never Zaz enough. Zaz is the one that I actually had a lot of trouble with because, like, he needs to be legit creepy, like scary, because every mark on his body is. And they threw that out there, but it was like, yeah, it's there, but he should be more of this. Zaz always struck me as a standalone serial killer. He's off somewhere by himself in an apartment plotting his next little mark he's going to earn himself, as opposed to some dude's right-hand man slash low-key boyfriend like right right i didn't even know that's who he was until i i think it was like way late in the movie maybe i just wasn't paying attention but later on he was like zaz and i was like that's zaz and i was like okay i guess i see some of the marks on his face but like yeah no he was a little bad word like yeah that's what she said oh i like yeah I like those two characters, but like it's weird that they made it Black Mask and Zaz because they're not really those characters. But yeah. I like the dynamic those two had because he definitely did kind of egg um, uh, Black Masks, egg him on a little bit. Yeah. He's, is she laughing at me? Yeah, she is. <laughs> I thought <laughs> oh, that was yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, that, like, that whole scene took a weird, serious turn. Yeah, no, everything, the, all of my problems with this movie are are my own problems because they're the fact that they reskin some really notable bat characters mm. in weird, weird ways, like Cassandra Kane. Like, yeah, she could have been anybody. She doesn't need to be Cassandra Kane. Just make her no, just make her a no name character. She can just be a pickpocket. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I thought that was a little weird, too. Uh, Paul says Gotham's Zaz is amazing. Um, I, I I haven't watched too much Gotham, which is unfortunate because we had interviewed this last year. We interviewed one of the producers of that show, and uh, I did not realize it. <laughs> so, 
uh, yeah, I didn't like any of the other female characters really. Really? Wait. Okay. So, which Not, female characters did you like? Uh, I liked Charlie Quinn, and I liked the little Asian girl. So you like Cassandra Kane? I don't care who she is. She doesn't have to be. I don't even know who Cassandra Kane okay. is. To tell you the truth. But you liked her, the character? Yeah. Except if I knew somebody was willing to cut me open for a diamond, I would have been like, give me 12 ice creams and some burritos or whatever it took. I wouldn't have stopped until I got rid of that thing out of my body. And she didn't seem to be trying all that hard to me. She didn't have a lot. They were eating ice cream. Oh, enough. wait. I don't know. They were eating something out of old cereal bowls. Um, Savannah said the scene with the girl laughing, then dancing on the... T oh, that scene we were talking about was out of place. It did seem out of place. And it... My thought while watching it before the end of the minor it's kind of spoilers before the end of the movie even happened. My thought when that scene happened, I was like, they need to make him more unlikable by the end of this movie. That's why that scene's there. Right. It's only there so they can justify whatever happens to him at the end of the movie because, yeah, he cuts people's faces off, but like, despite the movie being rated R and it having a horrible distaste for people's kneecaps, like <laughs> it. And strong language. It wasn't like gory or particularly bloody. Um, so we didn't ever see the face cutting because that's his thing. He cut out off people's faces, apparently. Or he had Zaz do it. Um, he was otherwise like just kind of a wacky, mean dude. And they had yeah. to make him evil by the end so that Harley Quinn could still be involved with whatever happens to him at the end and not be bad her that bad herself. Yeah. It's a so that they could justify a killing. Well, that and probably that's also why she had to use awesome glitter shotguns and in the in the and then beanbag things. You know, I I get it. The glitter I, ones were great. The movie's such a. I did like it. Like the visual was cool. Hold on. Um, Paul says to Jesse, I think the Cassandra Kane character is going for her orphan moniker from one of the retcons. I get that, but like. <sighs> Throwing a name like that into into a movie like this with an established character that's been around as long as Harley Quinn has been around. Harley Quinn's arguably, not arguably, has been around longer than Cassandra Kane. And so what we know what the most of what we know about Cassandra Kane is that she's Batgirl. Like she's so she's so um she's like Damien. Like she is she's so trained to fight that she can't even talk when we first meet her. So it's, it's tough for me to separate that knowledge of the character. Yeah. It's oh, I, I, yeah, I was having trouble placing Cassandra Kane because she has changed quite a bit. Hasn't she? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because she wasn't always. Yeah. In the, cause she's this chick kind of currently. Yeah. But that's definitely not who she always was. No, no, no. Before she was, like Batgirl without any kind of like opening on her mouth because she's not going to talk. Okay. She's like a kind of creepy silent assassin character. But then she wouldn't need Harley Quinn. Right. Right. No, they just shouldn't have named her Cassandra Kane is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Cause I wouldn't even have this disconnect and it's my own problem. No, no, it's, you're right though, because either people aren't going to know who they are. So don't throw their names in there or they are going to know who they are. And this isn't them. Right. So it's really stupid of them to do it. I agree. But birds of prey. What about it? <laughs> they needed to throw one more BA chick into the team. Otherwise, it's just. Do, 
there's only one burger in there, by the way. Okay. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Which one's the oh yeah. Black and canaries, canaries aren't birds of prey. <laughs> <laughs> the one bird character is not a bird of prey. <laughs> okay, well, how what did we what did Paul says I'm being hopeful there's a payoff later. Nah. That's the thing, like doing a movie like this, like I I it's at least they okay. So it's it is a team coming together, and basically in the last sixth of the movie or something. Yeah, I watched some YouTube video. It's legitimately like an hour and twenty minutes before they're actually like kind of a team, but it also doesn't feel like this is just setting up a Birds of Prey movie or another Birds of Prey movie. Well, and even at the end, they separated, and yeah. Carly and. Whatever Cassandra, I guess, uh, went off on their own, and I wonder what happened to the cop lady. She quit being a cop, I know, but oh, Montoya, how do we how do we feel about Montoya in this too? She she's getting too old for this stuff. <laughs> I I don't. She is my least favorite character. It's I, and not not the comic character, but the way she is in here, she's fine, but it doesn't make sense to me. Even if like she was just super tired of being uh, stepped over at her job. Give me your badge and gun because she lives in the 80s cop movie as mm-hmm. they joked repeatedly. I, I didn't, I still don't buy her teaming up with these criminals because mm-hmm. they're, they're all, they're all criminals. Right. Some of them are killers and I don't buy her teaming up with them again. Um, and no offense. I shouldn't say it. I don't really like, is it Rosie Perez? Yeah. Rosie really, Perez. Yeah. I don't really care for her. I like her as certain characters and certain things, and this is not that character or that thing. Paul says she was written too stiff. That's part of it. She, yeah, she needs to be able to like a uh, Latino out a bit and just like at somebody. That's her natural habitat. Oh god, I'm backing out of this. Okay, look look at all the movies that she's in. She's great. I loved it. If you look at the ones that she does the best in, are ones where she can do that. Nothing I can say that'll look good. Um, it doesn't look bad. <laughs> no, yeah, I I didn't care for her in this, and I guess she's not bad casting, but she's she is also much older than yeah. all the other Birds of Prey yeah. characters. But she's got experience, I guess. <laughs> That scene where she's drunk and fighting Harley Quinn was pretty comedic. I did appreciate that. I mean, really, what did she do? She showed up drunk to join them at the end. Like, I guess I appreciate that that's pretty much her role in the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Black Canary was okay. Like, she was tough and stuff, but like, I didn't. And they spent some time with her. The movie spent some time with her. Just because they had to establish that she had a power that she wasn't using. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, and even then, I spent a couple minutes on it, but... And the other chick, too. Her backstory was, like... Huntress? Yeah. yeah. P- p- potentially the most interesting and comic booky of backstories gets, like, info dump narration or yeah. explanation yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They, they had to make everything cheek, you know? Like, everything was cheeky in this movie. I did like, though, however, that she's like, oh, well, that guy's dead, so I'm done now. Bye. You know, I, I like that. This is interesting art. I don't know if this is a it's the 
Birth of Venus. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's what it's based on. All right. Well, let's get to it then. Women. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it for themselves. <laughs> I actually haven't heard. I don't know. I haven't looked too much into people's opinions on this. Generally, I think it's favorable. I think people kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm surprised that I haven't seen a whole lot of angry uh, white guy YouTube reviews of this. The little bit I've seen has been pretty favorable. That's because they still had them wearing tight clothes and, you know, <laughs> wa- crying because their boyfriends broke up with them. I suppose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's eating ice cream and crying because their boyfriend broke up with her. That's a woman thing. <laughs> nah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. It was definitely, you know, I. it was I, written by a woman. It was directed by a woman. I appreciate that. Like, if you're going to. Yeah, I guess. I was a little upset, sort of, that they were like, well, now she broke up with the Joker. She doesn't have his protection, so everybody's after her. But she pulled off half of the stuff that happened was she did basically by herself. And they should know that because she was the one, you know, going out and setting everything up and getting everything ready and executing most of it. Well, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of that, though, in this specific version. Okay, well, I guess not, but... um... I will say this is surprisingly accurate to the bit of the newer Harley Quinn comics that I had read, which was not much, but I had read some and her living in that apartment. Yeah. She had, I thought she had two hyenas. She did. But so, but she at least had a hyena. Mm -hmm. She had the gopher, which Mm -hmm. did not talk to her. Didn't the gopher talk to her? She, yeah. Yeah. She talked to it in the comics and it talked back to her, but. You mean they kind of joked about it in the movie a little bit, Mm -hmm. but they didn't really go that. And see, that's the thing. Like Deadpool probably would have gone that far. So it like had a little bit of restraint. That's what happened. Um, Oh, I don't know when this was, but Paul said, but it's a man's world. Yeah. That's why what's your butt had to quit her job. They wouldn't let her be Latino enough. (laughs) Or cop enough. (laughs) Or cop enough. <laughs> okay. I'll try to mute it next time. Um just anticipate my bodily functions. It's her unicorn. Anybody else have anything else to say about Birds of Prey? It was better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, well, what about the action? What'd you guys think? I thought that the fight scenes were all really well choreographed. There were only a few points where I was like, okay, that's a little slow and sloppy, but like for the most part, it's really pretty tight knit action mm-hmm. i again we need more roller roller derby and that includes roller skating behind cars because right that is yeah. awesome oh my god yeah some of the kicks and stuff like where they would yeah they would really mess up people's knees man yeah i think the action especially towards the end was oh the knee thing this movie yeah this thing that movie had a thing for knees mm-hmm. but uh I like the action. I like the fight scene towards the end, um, in the funhouse. Oh yeah, and why is why is this the first time we've had a live action funhouse battle? Right, yeah. right. Uh, no, okay. Slight spoiler on screen. Um, I, I like the way that played out too, but no, I like the action. I like the way it was done. It was a lot of. It wasn't like the quick cut action. It was a lot of long takes in choreography and just. It's kind of a set piece, jumping off the weird tongues of those like statues mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't mind blowing, but it was pretty good. And I think I heard that. And fighting in a slide is cool too. Yeah. And one of the, maybe the fight choreographer or somebody, it's one of the guys that worked on John Wick. They're like, yeah, I mean, it's good. That's good. Yeah. Oh, um, but for Paul's comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one. We don't know that because we didn't see. We've seen. Oh, we saw. <laughs> We've seen. I don't remember then. Uh, really? that, that's, I thought he she, fell. She took a ring. Okay. Full spoiler. The timing of it was great. He exploded in midair. Okay. He mind. fell off and you expect him to fall and explode, but he falls and just explodes instantly in midair and right in front. And you're like, oh, okay. it was good. They kind of played with your expectations. I don't recall. Maybe, Maybe they even subverted my expectations. Yeah. Subverted. yeah, yeah. So do you, do you think this is a good movie or, you know, an okay movie? Or do you think this is better than Suicide Squad and everybody was expecting maybe Suicide Squad? Yeah. Really? Better than Suicide Squad. Oh, I definitely think it's better than Suicide Squad. I wouldn't necessarily go so far as to say it's a good movie. It's an okay movie. Okay. I copied it from my niece. But do you think it's okay because it's an okay movie? Oh, shit. I didn't do anything for my niece. I just wanted her to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, whatever you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's an okay movie. I thought it was okay on its own merits, but also I thought it was going to be slightly better than suicide squad but i think it i think it um it exceeded my expectations into it's a pretty good movie yeah i i would agree with that it exceeded my expectations into yeah yeah i enjoyed it it's not as as i wish i i wish i had paid money for this one uh the the way that i paid money for suicide squad because i'm never getting that money back that was a miserable movie it's not a good movie no, and I've got two copies of it that I'll never watch again because I bought the bundle where you could watch the extended cut because I thought after seeing Batman v Superman, maybe extended cut would help it. No, no, no. They just put more Lido in there. <laughs> they just put more Lido, and that definitely did not help it. No, that didn't help it. Uh, <laughs> no, no Lido in this at all. Like you get a slight like, Body I double, body double, where you see him from behind in one shot, yeah, and that's it. Um, and you got a drawing of his face. Well, you got to draw. I appreciate the drawing of his face was just so comic book Joker. Yeah, I know. Like right. it didn't look like an actual person. It was a comic book drawing, totally. And in the and, beginning, they did like an animated, like animated series version of the Joker. So, yeah. Nice callbacks to. We see. We've seen her like in the animated bit, her in the original Harley Quinn suit. Mm-hmm. I think at one point we see a, there's a couple of variations of the Harley Quinn, the more popular ver- versions of the Harley Quinn suits. Mm-hmm. And then the main Harley Quinn suit in this is a little less revealing, I think, than the Suicide Squad movie Harley Quinn suit. Oh, yeah, because Suicide Squad was booty pants or whatever, booty shorts. And this was like legit pants at some points so do you think this needed to be rated r no for the language and the violence but yeah. other than that no i don't even think that really I, oh they, they, i mean for the language that's in there it definitely needs to be rated R. yeah they could have they could have cut that language and and made it more like a pg-13 but like when you explode a dude that's pretty r i would say like because the violence isn't that bad 
minus the kneecap stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which Savannah hated, but she's got things with knees. So, well, of course she does. <laughs> yeah. Um, the language was not necessary, but man, I, I liked the explosion bit at the end enough to where I'm like, yeah, that kind of justifies it. Not that like they need to justify it. I'm fine with an R rated thing, but it's like Harley Quinn for better or worse was very popular with younger younger people. Yeah, that's because they want somebody that's fun. And well, now they got somebody who's fun and then butt. snorts a bunch of powder, uh, a cloud of cocaine. Oh my and God. Gets excited to fight. But I see that. I was like, <laughs> I really don't understand who this movie's really for. <laughs> They're not quite going for who I thought they would go for with this movie. Right. No rated R, Savannah says. I mean, I think that's it's I fine think. that it is. Like, you know. But we, we grew up in a different world than you and probably Jesse. I'm six days older than you. Yeah, but you were censored. <laughs> you like censored, and mine was not, and neither was hers. I watched The Exorcist. I watched Hellraiser when I was like five. She's perfectly adjusted. <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, I just find it interesting. But apparently Margot Robbie fought a lot for this movie and pushed for the R rating. and Really? Yeah. Because they wanted to show blood, they didn't want to be. They wanted. They didn't want to. They didn't want to be restricted, and I totally get it. Yeah. But I, I feel like what ended up being on screen, not like they fought for anything. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Whatever. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did I embarrass you? Savannah says Mel showed me the original It when I was like four. Okay, that can be trauma. It is a TV movie. But it, it is a TV four. movie. It's good though. Which part? <laughs> just tell me one good. part whoever likes i haven't seen the second it modern it it chapter two whoever prefers the adult parts of it no one because they're it's lame <laughs> yeah no I, I enjoyed chapter one but i have not even bothered to watch chapter two yet because maybe, yeah exactly maybe that's unfair but like yeah it's not interesting Right. And I don't want to see, I don't even want to see what they do at the end. Well, they're not going to, why do <laughs> unless we get child orgy, I'm not interested. No, no. <laughs> is that oh, what God. you're referring to? No, no. That no. book is dark. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, I meant, um, <laughs> it, it takes four. some really weird space turtley, like, yeah, stuff at the end. So, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Was it a giant spider? I don't know. Well, know. if it's not Tim Curry in there, yeah. <laughs> that's know. the only way to get me on board with it. Chapter two, which came out forever ago, and they're not interested in me being on board. Uh, it's revealed that Penny, this version of Pennywise was still Tim Curry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his name? Does his little camera shake dance and then pulls his face off and it's Tim Curry. Well, you know what? Sorry, <laughs> I'm responding to Savannah. Well, I was just passing along the tradition because I was scared to pee alone for a long time, too. <laughs> yeah, she said I was terrified to pee alone forever. I'm terrified to pee with people. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't land like I hoped. <laughs> that's why girls go to the bathroom together because we scare the crap out of each other when we're little. And then we're like, I can't go to the bathroom alone. You have to come with me. I, I, I can't even go to the bathroom unless somebody's there to scare the crap out of me. <laughs> 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 you might want to see a urologist for that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Man, we spent forty-two minutes on that movie. <laughs> I'm surprised, honestly. Yeah. 
right? In the cage. We were ready for a cage match. Oh yeah. Really, it's a little, it's a little slim on our on our viewers tonight, but that's okay. Yeah. The the, which, the good ones are here. Yeah, it's like the quality, quality of the company, not yeah. the quantity. Right. Very true. Um, do you guys have your cage match picks? Uh, and if you do, how many of it? It's just you guys. If you guys want, you can join us on this and talk, or you can just stay in the chat. Um, but I do have audio. I have I have an email audio clip sent in to us. Oh, did 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 uh, a certain someone uh, it, like? Here's the cool thing, guys. Like sometimes we flake on you, right? And you get zero Grolics in a week. But then there's weeks like this week where you get two Grolixes in one week. I don't even like. I have episodes I don't know what to do with. Technically, I could release four episodes this week, but I'm not going to. Whew. Because I split the last week's oh, that's right. Facebook stream, I split in half because it was super long. Mm. And I was like, well, the puzzle segment can be its own episode. But then we did that extra live cast stream on Monday. And I was like, what do I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to hold the puzzle one up back a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah the, keep it in the bank. Yeah. So who's going to start? Matt D, I think. Okay, have Matt D start. All right. Even though I don't think he should be allowed because just get your own Facebook, dang it. He doesn't. I would think you'd be you you would be understanding of that. No, do I get on Twitter and twit? No, I don't because I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> so what you're saying is I should make a profile for Matt D on Facebook, post a couple times, and then never use it again because that's what I did for you on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> I wish they would let us stream to at least two with the free version because then we could send this off to YouTube and he could watch that. Yeah, and we'd get his comments. Right. I've been thinking about it. Well, I was watching uh, Roman Podcast, and holy moly, those guys have got this thing like unlocked. Like they had a background where they put they fit each of their heads on what looked like an iPad, and I was like, "What kind of sorcery are they doing?" They do. I'm not sure what they're using. If it's this or something else, but they it looks like this, but it looks like better. They do something interesting, and I and I was on a I was a guest on their show a little while ago. And what we see, it's not like this because what in this, nobody cares about this, but whatever in StreamYard, what we, what you see is what we're seeing now too. Right. Um, but when I recorded with them, we had kind of, it was just a standard layout. But then if you looked at the live stream, it was all arranged nicely and different. I was like, Oh, Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what they're using. Um, but you know, you've been on, I've got a couple of your live streams with, uh, Oh, well, I was on Daydream Instruction Manual just last week. After Dark. After After Dark, yes. Is that what it is? After Dark? Yeah. And okay. they, yeah, they have it unlocked, uh, or they, they're working on a f off the paid version. And they're, yeah, they've got it's some nice. extra stuff. Like it's got the ticker on the bottom, and then they can put their little logo up here where the duck is. And so yeah. I've, I've been, I just, man, how much garlic stuff am I going to pay the Patreon and bring in that much in? And I should mention, though, we do have a new patron person. Ooh, we do have a new thank patron. you. And thank uh, you to everyone who is a Patreon member. Yes. In we case you're not, you. let's go ahead and slide that in real quick. We have a Patreon account. If you want to join us over there, we post bonus episodes up there when we can. Yep. And uh, and you can become a Patreon for just $1 a month. As low as $1 a month. In fact, $1 a month will get you pretty much everything. We have higher tiers, but... No one's unlocked them yet? <laughs> well, we do have some people in the higher tiers, but or at least we have had. 
Um, but those are like higher tier rewards that we do them less. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to give a shout out real quick. Uh, while you're looking that up, what we talked about on the lunchbox, we brought the lunchbox live back. We went to uh, Castbox, and we immediately remembered why we left Castbox in the first place. Um, <laughs> but we, I think we had a good time, and we we just kind of talked about like random nerd news. So if you're missing the nerd news from this week's live cast, this night night's episode that you're listening to and watching right now. Uh, you can go you can go to Castbox and get that replay or you can get it on our regular feed i think you said you put that up so uh, yeah if you're missing the news for this week go check that out grolixpodcast.com I, I lied we don't have another patron we don't they were for a moment and now they're not <laughs> <laughs> they tried it out they downloaded all the free content and left oh i bet they did they oh, so technically i guess if you want you could become a patron download our entire 60 something collection of patrons exclu patreon exclusive episodes that's seriously there's like 50 or 60 episodes that are just that aren't public and then bail yeah <laughs> yeah that's why yeah. some people do the like pay for the month up front because there are people who do that but we're not paying that close attention <laughs> <laughs> just glad somebody, i'm just glad somebody other than jesse's listening to those <laughs> <laughs> they're great guys they're great there's yeah, all sorts of inside jokes and stuff that that uh sometimes they're better than the actual episode yeah yeah we've done some really quality pre-shows yeah i i like them uh paul said didn't like that random india call was it india or pakistan pakistan yeah yeah that... he was super interested in how many people could be on the call yeah <laughs> yes and also like blown away that we knew each other yeah <laughs> that we were yeah um, we were all from the same place <laughs> and i get it like that's not the standard mo for live cast it's usually one person doing whatever and then just having people call in but Zach. oh i don't think it, the stream could hear it um i think somebody messaged okay <laughs> but that's so t that is that is the standard live cast call somebody who wasn't listening to what you had what you were saying before they instantly they like seriously they'll join call and they just be like so where are you at oh yeah <laughs> no so what do you guys, what time is it over there? It's like, dude. I've never that? used this app before and I'm using it today. I've yeah. never used this app before. Yeah. yeah. Or the the best one for me. You're in America. I want to come to America. It would be great in America. I'd speak American and blah, blah, blah. You should bring me to America. Remember that? <laughs> I, oh, I do. Uh, There's the one kid that was like, do you guys like guitars <laughs> or something like that? Yeah. I get salty. I can't help it because it's, it's rude to me. Like, and I used to watch if they, if it said they joined and they're immediately calling, hang up, hang up every time. Cause it's like, they don't know what we're talking about. Right. Um, anyway, what are we talking about? We're talking about the cage. We're talking about the cage match. Cage. Let's get to it. Okay. Maybe. Let's get cagey. Give me two minutes to shirt up and I'll join live. Thank oh, you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That was Daydream Instruction Manual's stipulation as well, so don't act like it's weird. <laughs> All right. Hold on, Paul. Hold your shirt on. This there. That was blocking my leg. Oh, good. Okay. 
Okay, it's over. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Guys, I need to we need to figure something out. <laughs> yeah, we need a code. We need a code. Like, all right, riff. <laughs> that riff. Don't, it don't work. <laughs> it don't work. Um and I get it. Like it puts you guys on the spot. Yeah. Um, so okay, cage match. I don't know what okay, how do we start this? I thought we were gonna play Maddie D's. Oh god dang it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm no, sorry I I'm keep so track distracted. of things in my brain a little bit once in a, once in a while. So to set the stage, the idea if we, we kind of mentioned it at the beginning of the show, at the top of the show, but uh just just in case you're just joining us or you joined us late tonight, uh the cage fight, the idea was uh who what Nick Cage character from what Nick Cage movie would you want to be stuck in quarantine with or on a deserted island? Like what you know, you're stuck with them for whatever reason. Which character and why? All right. So I think I might just to be safe mute us while this is playing. All right. But and this goes for you too, Jesse. If you guys don't hear the audio, let me know. But we should all be able to hear it. Okay. Okay. And Paul, hold on just a second. I'll add you here in a second. But I'm going to mute all of us across the board. All right. Let's see. Got the car packed. Got. Uh... Got the corn nuts, and I'm going to get in this vehicle, and I'm going to drive for the Grolix Nights podcast. Wait a minute. Oh, man. It's on Facebook. I don't do Facebook. Hey, folks. Matty D here from the 63 Boot Podcast and Comics with My Kids. I, uh, I'm i good friends with Jesse, Randall, and Melanie, and I just had to uh, send in this little clip about uh, their cage match, their Nicholas Cage question of, who would you be stuck on an island with? So yeah, I thought it over and I'm like, you're going to, if you're stuck on an island, you're going to want somebody who can, can help you out. Someone that, uh, I don't know, could, could kind of see things in the future and, and, and look forward and, and kind of give you that. Hey, um, you don't want to do that. Cause you're going to wind up eating. Um, you don't want to eat that bad fish. Cause it's going to give you some diarrhea, man. Or, um, or perhaps even use some kind of super ability to uh, choose the events that's going to happen today to, to to try to get off the island. Kind of a reverse Gilligan, or an opposite Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. So uh, that Nick Cage would be the Nick Cage from the movie The Next. And that was, uh, that was the movie that came out in 2007, starring Nicolas Cage, Julianne Moore, and Jessica Biel, in which uh, Nicolas Cage's character, who was this kind of kind of dorky looking uh las vegas magician that could see in the future by a couple minutes the uh, fbi discovered his powers and so they track him down to try and have him utilize his powers to stop a nuclear terrorist attack the entire movie is basically a chase show with uh nick cage and jessica beale it's uh it's a fun and interesting uh movie I recommend it uh, for just a good popcorn flick. So, yeah, that's my Nick Cage that I would pick for the uh, cage match. So, folks, uh, if you get a chance, check out the 1960s Reboot podcast over there on the emcpod.net slash 60s Reboot. That's uh, 60s Reboot podcast. And check out my other podcast, Comics with My Kids. So, but yeah, have a great night, guys. I really enjoy Grolix Nights. I may not be able to watch it 
on Facebook Live, but at least I get to hear it on the stream. Facebook. What the, it is the McDonald's of internet. All right, we're back on the we're back on the McDonald's of internet. <laughs> oh, I gotta need to turn the okay. Yeah, thank you, Matt. I I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie. Have you guys ever seen Next? I haven't no? seen that either. No. no. What's Knowing then? Is and how is that different? Oh God, Knowing had Space Angels and uh-huh. it oh. was so bizarre. Space like, Angels. Space, space Angels making an arc. Yeah. Uh, that only would accept children. Oh, I always thought the movie that he was talking about there next. I always thought that was Knowing, but I haven't seen either. Yeah. Oh yeah, Knowing is a trip. I we saw that one in theater, and yep, not getting that money back. And it did not. It did not <laughs> advertise as that either. It looked like, no. it was like a, a, a horror movie or something. And it, it was yeah. It was like uh. It was yeah. basically like event, not event horizon. Um, Deep Impact. It was like. It, it it was in that era of like everything's coming to an end Armageddon style movies and it started whew. off that way, but then it shifted a little bit too. Yeah, some, some stuff. Jesse, you seem to miss the days when you could just sneak into theaters. <laughs> Watch you, well, yeah. For free. yeah, theater theater <laughs> hopping. Yeah, come on. Yeah, going with a jar of pickles and a, a thing of Pringles. Yep. Yeah, spend the whole day there and just go from. I mean, who does who did that? Not me. No, I. You know what? I don't think that nowadays. The one, the last time I went to the drive-in, the, the you know, I'm pretty sure that you just had to pay a, by a car load. But I remember being little, and my mom used to make us hide in the trunk so she didn't have to pay for us. Yeah, they probably got a lot more relaxed with it now. I don't think there are drive-ins anymore. But they make there all their are, money off of food. You. They're making it come back. In fact, I've heard of. It's nowhere near here, but there are. There's like a drive. That's like the only movie theaters open at this point, drive-ins, because social distancing is less of an issue. Yep, I like Event Horizon too. It's great. Um. Okay, hey Paul, what's going on? Hello. It wasn't quite Kermit. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what it was either. It just came out. Let's hear. Let's hear your cage match. It's actually a two-way tie. It's appropriate cage, uh, cage match then. Yeah. It's a mix between uh, Nick Cage from, I forgot the name of the movie, uh, National Treasure. Okay. okay. And because he's incessantly boring and he could put me to sleep. <laughs> and uh, Nick Cage from Leaving Arizona or Raising Arizona. Oh, yeah. Because he's nuts. And if he can get toilet paper like he can get diapers, I'd be good. <laughs> so I feel that's like the perfect setup. Okay, well, I'll show I'll show the national treasure, Nick Cage, for now, because the other one might come up again later. Uh okay, okay. I I don't think I've watched any of the National Treasure movies ever. So is he more like low key in those movies? Yeah, he's, he's like, like Indiana Jones. Yeah, so he's the historian, like directed his uh, indie. It, it's all about the history for him. So, I, when it comes to my pick, uh, I guess maybe we can segue to my to my pick. When it comes to my pick, that's the line of th- thinking I went with is like, I don't need an amped up Nick Cage around me all the time. 
And there's not a lot of versions of Nick Cage that aren't amped up. So for mine, wait though, I went with Nick Cage from Adaptation. However, let's find a picture here. That's a good one. <laughs> so he plays Charlie Kaufman, who is the actual writer of the movie, but it's like, it's a Charlie Kaufman movie. It's very weird and meta, but there are actually two Nick Cage performances in that. There's him as Charlie Kaufman. And uh, I was initially, I was like, yeah, he's the most unassuming. He's not going to mess with you. But then again, he's also just a downer. He's very neurotic and he's just be depressed all the time. It's like, if I was stuck with him, I don't know if I'd want necessarily to be with like just downer version, but he so he's also more of an played... Andy Kaufman. No, no. Oh, he also man. plays Donald Kaufman is the fictional twin brother of this character who looks exactly the same, except he's upbeat and successful and he would get annoying too. But I think I'd rather have him around more often than. Oh, um... Yeah, because you'd feed off each other's negative energy then. I actually did think of this, yes. I was like, I would probably, I would much, like, I would identify and probably have more interesting conversations with this one, but I, we could, I can't have that all the time. Yeah, but that'd be hanging out with Eeyore. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it would become a negative energy. You guys would be chasing your tails. <laughs> Adaptation, by the way. It's been a long time since I watched that. Anybody ever seen that? Uh-uh. You've never seen it? Nope. Not in a while, no. I don't think I've seen that one. But I've he heard, was a, I've heard good things. Third. It came out in 90... Oh, 2002. Directed by Spike Jones. Okay. And written by Charlie Kaufman, who did one of my favorite movies ever, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. He did but Being John Malkovich, so, you know, it's weird. Oh, man. I was just singing the other day. I was singing Malkovich, Malkovich. I remember. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was on the lunchbox. Say, we were all oh, there. It was on lunchbox. Yeah. Well, you guys all heard it. Yep. <laughs> I didn't really care for Schenectady, New York. No, that was weird. It was the first one he directed himself, and he did a fine job. But it, yeah, it was a little too up itself. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. All right, that's my pick. Uh, which one of you guys, Jesse, Melanie? I don't care. I can do yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. My pick for Nicolas Cage to be trapped with was also uh, Nick, Nick Cage from Raising Arizona. Um, and my thinking there was he's capable enough to do some things like get groceries or whatever or kidnap a baby. <laughs> but but he's still chill enough that we could just like just hang out and relax. And, yeah. and, and not dry, he wouldn't drive me completely nuts, you know. Yeah, he, he is pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> he would be one of the more fun in a slightly less dangerous way versions. Yes, I agree. So he's the Matthew McConaughey of his Nick Cage characters, yes, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> Which that's, is that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah, all right. I'm down with that. That's also a good movie. That's an excellent movie. I, I love it. So that's an underrated movie. Yeah. It's Coen Brothers. It's, I mean, it still has the Coen Brothers like tone, but it feels like it leans more obvious comedy than other Coen Brothers movies, yeah. even though, I don't know. I guess some of their it's stuff. got John Goodman, though. Yeah. So you know it's Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. 
All right. Uh, Jesse. Okay. So I've got a few, I've got a few just quick, quick take uh, honorable mentions. And then I'll get into what I wound up with uh, raising Arizona. That's the way to go. And that's probably the one I should have chose, but I didn't think of it. I don't know why I, I went like more recent. Um, but then I also thought like, if I'm, if I'm stuck on a, on a desert Island, and then I want someone with some skills, like uh, maybe I'm going to need a campfire. And we know that uh, Johnny blaze can just start one with his urine. So, <laughs> So, so Ghost Rider Nick Cage has some skills that, that might be that. <laughs> might might be useful on a desert island. Um, planes and stuff. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I mean, like you know, we'd never run out of like campfire. This could uh, always be <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely won't freeze to death. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my first, my first inclination when we came up with this idea was leaving Las Vegas, Nick Cage, because at least at the beginning, he was just like drinking beverages and hanging out by the pool. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But then again, he was doing that to ultimately kill himself. So again, too, uh, a little, a little too, uh, depressing towards the end there. So what I went with was this. If I'm going to be stuck with just one person, I want somebody that uh, is going to be a little bit Nick Cagey, a little entertaining. And so I'm going to go with maybe my favorite Nick Cage, uh, over the top Nick Cage, and that is the Army of One Nick Cage. Oh, God. So we, that's a, been on the to do uh, <laughs> you list for a long time. Yeah. So I doubt that anyone has seen this yet. But uh, this version of Nick Cage uh, believes that he, well, like he has visions of God, and God tells him to go to uh, to go kill uh, Osama bin Laden. Okay. And he's like, he's basically like, what if? I don't know. It's like the dude, but not the dude. Like a lot dorkier version of the dude uh, goes to you know goes to the Middle East to kill Osama bin Laden. So it's like and a modern teased. day uh, Don Quixote. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good way to describe it. And uh, and God is played by Russell Brand, so it's incredible. <laughs> and it got very poor reviews. <laughs> it, it, it got very amazing. poor reviews. <laughs> I, I think I think so. Oh, good. Yeah. So here we are. <laughs> was this was the sound coming through? I'm not hearing the sound. It's not now. No. Okay. I was hearing it. Okay, well, I figured we could keep talking, but um, I, yeah. I just feel like this guy, you know, like he'd be talking to God. He'd, he'd be just, I don't know. You definitely would not get bored. Gary looks like my Uncle Carl. <laughs> so I guess real quick. Uh, okay, Savannah. Savannah said I picked. I Hold on. I need to make sure I didn't mess, miss it, any messages. Okay, Savannah said. I picked Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Yeah. So that's Savannah's pick. Was it for the fire too? It was for the fire pee, huh? <laughs> and, well, sweet motorcycle. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we'll I, I, I don't. If, if you need to fire, get from then... one end of the island to the other really wait, fast. He's a how big is the island? It can't ghost things like float. So couldn't they drive, like just drive it all the way? I, I he Doesn't he drive up? I, I don't know. I, I feel like I might have seen the first Ghost Rider. <laughs> I did not see any of them. Yeah, I saw the first one. I don't think I, I saw I didn't the second see the one. second one. The second one was very acid trippy. Did he 
use his motorcycle on anything that was not a flat, hard surface? I don't remember. Well, ghosts should be able to go wherever they want, including the walls, <laughs> in my opinion. But Savannah says, why not hang out with a ghost for a while? <laughs> and I only assume she said it with that tone. Yeah. This sounds like it'd be said with that tone. Or almost like a why not Zoidberg? <laughs> yeah. Why not goose? I can't do it. I lost it. I lost it as soon as I never had it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could just watch this trailer over and over and over. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never seen that movie. Jesse, you sent that to me forever ago. And the the idea was to do an army of one double feature, which was that. And was it the Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, army Dolph of one? Lundgren. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gotta happen. My um, my maybe was gonna pick, but I didn't because I was gonna pick for what I did. Was I don't know, Peggy's who got married. Oh but yeah, that's just so I can make him sing for me over and over and over, and then I. <laughs> okay, so real quick then, just off the top of your head, Nick Cage, you do not want to get stuck with anywhere. Connor. <laughs> That's such a good thing. Oh, I can't really? stand his. Yeah. I can't stand his fake oh, accent. His that. accent, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. I actually thought like he's pretty chill um, for the most part until you really make him mad. Yeah. Until um, you get John Malkovich involved. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the uh, vampire one? Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to hang out with that one either. No. He's a combination of neurotic and like delusional, really. Mm. I was going to say, uh, post-event, Color Out of Space, or Mandy, Nick Cage. Yeah. Post-event. Yeah. Early, pre, pre, yeah, early event, like pre-event, Mandy, Nick Cage is fine. I that dude's super chill. Super mellow. Yeah. Uh, overly mellow. Yeah. I don't Not know sure that I would I... trust uh, face-off Nick Cage either. Oh, no. there's no, no face-off no. Nick Cage. Either he's Nick Cage, crazy Nick Cage, or... Crazy Nick Cage with John Travolta in him, and neither of those sound like a good thing to me. No. Um, <clears throat> early color out of space, Nick Cage wouldn't be bad, but they kind of seem like they have a wine cellar. Yeah. I'm like, that's he's not, a little too snobby. He was a little too yeah. art snob. For yeah, me. exactly. He was such an artist. Yeah. Uh, Savannah doesn't <laughs> want National Treasure Nick Cage. No. But you'll get plenty of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Put you to sleep. Yeah, Just get but... a good pillow and. Uh, he wants to hang out with his parents. Stuff. Wild at heart, Nick Cage. Not interested. I don't think I've ever seen that. I'm not overly fond of of uh, Nick Cage in the Knowing or Knowing, knowing. either. Math yeah. pick, yeah. Because he was like super mathy at the beginning, and then he was just like, once he found out about Space Angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Matt, I'm sorry. I did it again. I got that confused. Matt's pick was next. Okay. See, I forever will confuse those movies. And there's like five thousand. That's when he blew up into movies. like it started with Con Air. I feel like he became an action star, right? And he's one of those where I'm like, why? And then and he then was gone in 60 out, seconds. Pumping him out. No. Oh, gone in 60 hey, seconds. Spider Man Noir uh, count as uh, a Nick oh, Cage role. He would have been all right. Yeah, definitely not. Wait, no. Which one was he? He was um the Noir. Yeah, yeah. You and said wasn't it. He the you big said one it. Too? No, I, I I was mistaken. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, also, uh, Nick Cage Superman in Teen Titans Go to yes. the Movie, that Nick Cage would be all right, too, because he's dopey and funny. How about Nick Cage Superman in the Superman movie that they didn't make? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. 
I'm okay with not knowing. Yeah. That's I want them, I want the Nick Cage where he's it, Randy's friend. That's his that's who he is in the movie. <laughs> like you just invented a movie? No, I I don't know what movie it is. It's it's old. It's it's like pre uh Fast oh. Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, there's also oh. Fast Times at Ridgemont High where he's just like him and Eric Stoltz are just buddies of what's his name? So they're oh, like so I'm guessing best of times. What? I'm guessing she's talking best of times. Probably. Maybe. What is That's the only one before uh, Nicholas. Okay, then I don't know. Did he? <laughs> Maybe it is Fast Times at Ridgemont High then. And then there's Valley Girl where he's Randy. Oh, he's Randy in Valley Girl. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. I'm mushing two together then in my brain. Because I thought he was the friend of Randy, but I guess he's Randy in one and then the friend of somebody in the other one. Well, it's all right there in a three-year span, so it's easy to do. Let's see. He did The Rock. He did Con Air, and he did Face Off. All let's like ninety six, ninety seven, ninety seven. Yeah. So yeah, he does. He's like two to three year stints, and then he goes on a break, and then he comes back three years. Boom. And then all his money, and then he's like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> yeah. No, he does see like he likes you know collects dinosaur skulls and castles. So then he has to do a whole bunch of indie movies. <laughs> but he doesn't Snake buy tigers. Eyes. No. I appreciate his more recent indie movie selection. He's done a lot of strange, quirky, like horror movies and stuff like that. I mean, Mandy and Color Out of Space, but even before that, like Mom and Dad, yeah. you guys, that was a fun movie where all the adults go crazy and try to kill everybody. All the kids. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, but it's like that. Like kind the opposite of, of Children of the Corn. Basically. <laughs> well, more so even. But it's that kind of like, comedy horror kind of it's like okay here's the, the best scene of it for me is all these kids are at school and they have the gates shut and the parents are like come here come on come here and the, they're like don't go don't go and they're like trying to lure their kids over there so they can murder them yeah <laughs> oh man that's gonna be the end of the summer in america watch <laughs> that, that was that was a mcg movie you guys know who mcg is i think he did uh i, I might be wrong but i think he did boondock saints and my main complaint with mom and dad was like, from a stylistic point of view, mm -hmm. it did some things where I'm like, dial it back, trying a little too hard to be edgy. Mm -hmm. But the movie itself was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, City of Angels, Nick Cage is too sad. Oh, no, City man. of Angels, dude, that yeah. is a horror movie because he is the most creepy stalker guy. He just mopes around following this. Was it Meg Ryan? Yeah. Following yeah. Meg Ryan all around, it's like that's not a love story. That's a horror movie. But, but then he, gets, <laughs> but he's also an angel. Then so. he gets her, and then she's like, <laughs> "Yep." Spoilers on City of Angels, which came out twenty something years ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. And God. if we wanted to hang out with a ghost Nick Cage, we could hang out with Marley, Marley from A Christmas Carol. Was he in a Christmas Carol movie? He was the voice of Marley. In which one? There's a million, dude. Uh, two thousand. Where did it go? The only one that counts is one, two thousand one. Scrooge, Scrooge. And, <laughs> and there's no Nick even, Cage there. He didn't even want that movie. Nick Cage would fit in that movie, not as Scrooge, but he would fit somewhere in that movie. Yeah, he would. I could see it. He should be one of the homeless guys. Yes. <laughs> well, if they ever decide to remake Trading Spaces, places. Wait, spaces, spaces or places? places? Places, Trading Places, the uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd movie. Uh huh. Are they going to put Nick Cage as Eddie Murphy? That would be a, that would be a fun fit. Or John Travolta. 
<laughs> do trading places, but with, with the face-off crew. Trading places pieces. Whitewashing. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. Whitewashing got me and whitewashing and John Travolta got me thinking. There's have you guys ever seen a movie called it came out in the 90s called White Man's Burden? Yes. Yeah. I've never <coughs> you got it. I'm sorry. I've never seen this. Is it is it awful? Uh, I it bet it doesn't. I bet it doesn't hold up very well. But I liked it at the time. Really, I, I liked I've it when never, it came out. The idea of it is good. I've yeah. never heard anything. I don't know good. about the execution, and I, some of that I think might have been the acting. But I've never heard anything good. But it's a good yeah. idea, and that you know what they should they should do that with trading places. They should make the 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 uh, white person like poor and ghetto, and then have black people make fun of them and and trade on him. Just so they can have fun with it. Savannah says they better not redo trading places. It's perfect as is. It's gonna That's happen. Just because you get to see Jimmy, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs and you like it. Savannah? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, you're talking to me. No. It's notable, but you know, I don't know. I was just yeah, I've just seen kidding. better. He doesn't even care about <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs. I like Jamie Lee Curtis, but she's not she's never been like a sex symbol type actress to me. I think she was hotter in that one movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger than she was in Trading Places. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Savannah just says, what? <laughs> <laughs> this did take a weird turn. It's Halloween or nothing. No. No. Get her before she turned into a mom look. <laughs> this is going to become the Jamie Lee Curtis fight. The Curtis cat. Curtis match. Now, I the Curtis cat fight. I think you should look it up. Jamie Lear Curtis or oh, there aren't enough Curtises. I, I can picture an older actor as a Curtis, but I can't think of what is. Oh, Jamie Lear Curtis or Tony Curtis. Uh, <laughs> for what? Yeah, for what? The, it makes makes quite a bit of difference. Sing country songs or uh, I mean, <laughs> no, he's an actor singing of any kind. Down. Yeah, he was in. A lot of movies, like, yeah. What are his boobs oh, like? Years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he was on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know most of it. Yep. So, if, so like I said, if we're if it's to sing country songs, I'd go with him. He was in Hardball, uh -huh. starring Keanu Reeves, directed video, nineteen ninety seven. They were trying. Oh to man, Hardball. Hard. <laughs> No, he was actually in a lot of stuff. That's like one of the. There aren't a whole lot of director videos. There's a lot of legit movies, but I don't really know them. So <sighs> we're just prolonging it. Hey, Paul. Yes. Before we boot you off of here, <laughs> which sounds rude, but we're going to be getting off of here because it's going a little long. Um, where, where, what, what, what have you got going on? You got anything in the pipeline? You got anything that come out recently that you want people to know about? Well, I have my Lionel episode of Bull Spit with Moose. That's available now at EMC. Why is it a Lion-O episode? Why not a Chitara? Because it's, I can't get a hold of Chitara. You, okay, oh. <laughs> you should go into it. Why is it a Lion-O episode? Because I interviewed Larry Kinney, the voice of Lion-O. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That's a good get. He was fun to talk to and was nice to uh, was nice enough to redo the interview after my internet crapped out the first time. That's that's a, oh god, that's hard, man. I don't know. I don't know. I've been 
Oh, if I were him, I'd have been heated. But he was nice enough to give me that uh, give that old college try. That's cool. So that's out. Um, This month for Monster Mash, and I'll be recording it soon. I will have John Dugan from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Gosh, man, (laughs) you're pulling them in. That's impressive. So that's that that tends to that that hopefully leads to be a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that should be out in the next week or so, whenever the twenty fifth is. I'd... Yeah, I was gonna say the twenty fifth is usually when you come out with new. Yeah, it's like, like that. <laughs> whenever that is. <laughs> um, it'll be the it'll be just before you edit that episode that weekend. Yes, say just before the twenty four hour extravaganza. <laughs> that somebody should talk to Grolix about this stuff. Grolix might be interested. Just gonna throw that out there. Um, <laughs> I felt like Bill Bill Clinton for a second. Yeah, you like a bit. Um, Starfighter Entertainment Group. Nobody ever talked to Randy. Like <laughs> well, by the sounds of it, we're all going to be stuck inside for multiple mo- multiple more months. So I'd yeah. imagine there's another one coming. I'm gonna flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> My next Bill convention Clinton. sounds like it's uh, officially unofficially canceled. Bill Clinton likes curves. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Clinton does like curves. He does. He does like curves. Like the saxophone. Like Which the means, way. Jesse, your next show is potentially uh, canceled as well. Which one's this? Smallville. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, we kind of just gave up hope on all shows. Like yeah, We hadn't we even really signed up for them. And then it was like, why even try at this point? Yeah. <laughs> Do them all. I'm sorry, I had it muted. Restart. Why can't they just do them all like virtually? They just like, uh, it, uh, here, here, they've been trying that. As far as the con goes, that's great, but that doesn't do us any good. That's the problem. Like it, and I guess they could sell some type of admission to access this content or these live streams or something. But like the vendors, it doesn't really help them much. Well, but they could do it like you know. This is the thing, and then on the side, you can have the vendors scroll by, and they or can like order a simple stuff. plugin for like Etsy type or like shops. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Some some of them have tried doing that, but it's 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 hard. It's a harder sell, I think. I mean, well, yeah. The when they're way. right there in front of you, they yeah. pick it up. They can feel it. They can look yeah. at it. You know, yeah, it's I'm- tangible. Yeah. And so far, the only one that's been successful at virtual cons is Wizard World. And they charge an arm and a leg for, for everything. A, basically a panel. What what you're Years ago, we had a joke, and I made a clip of it, but uh, what was the con? Cal- Fort, Fort a con? Fort Calhoun a con? Oh, Rolex we had con, a con, yeah. Where it was, the whole thing was like, we're not going to tell anybody where it's at. Don't <laughs> yeah. come to our con. Oh, what was that yeah. called? We even made like an image up for it. It was like 2000. 16 or 17 we did this uh, i vaguely remember maybe we should put on a con now yeah. <laughs> and be like <laughs> the con's going on we're not going to tell you because we need social distancing we're not one of those yeah. that's going to open up during all this but uh better be there or not yeah, yeah. we'll be there or we'll not be there yeah, with a six-foot pole <laughs> yeah 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 that's part of admission. You're renting your pole, like a bubble boy. Have yeah. Bubbles that we can walk around in. Cosplay is not only encouraged; it's mandatory, and you have to dress up as a character with full mask. Yeah, yeah. Be a lot of plague doctors. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, Paul, thanks for hopping on with us. Oh, did you say where people can check this stuff out? Uh, over at Electronic Media, you'll Elect fill in the blanks. See, nobody under... <laughs> I was talking to Melanie just about this earlier. I know I'm prolonging the episode, but... <sighs> Electronic Media Collective. I Thank you. I, I, it's a bad name. It's, it's not. I, I think it's. It's fine. a good name for like a company. It's a bad name for something that you want people to remember because nobody, re people that have been on the network for years, still can't remember what, what it is. Tell them just to say EMC. I wish I could change the name, but at this point, there's probably like hundreds of episodes out there that have the EMC bumper that say. It's something I've been thinking about. So, or just hit me up on Twitter at uh, Moose Media Inc. <laughs> oh yeah, he's. I'm sorry. You're in the middle of something. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> Go to emcpod.net slash moose or bullspit slash moose or slash bullspit. Those will get you there. Oh my God, Jasper, here you go. Oh, <laughs> Jasper doesn't say anything until it's like, stop prolonging. Get off the episode. End the episode. What's up, Jasper? <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Hey, real quick, Jasper, if you were stuck, Somewhere in quarantine or a desert island with a Nick Cage character, which Nick Cage character would it be? Um, and while Jasper's thinking that over, hey, you can find more of this stuff. Uh, there's lots of podcast episodes going up on the feed lately of, well, these live shows, but also live shows. The live show we did. Oh, Jasper is doing lockups. No, it's fine. Uh, he's in lockup. Dun, dun, dun. With Nick Cage. We did a live show on Livecast earlier Whoa. this week. That's up as a podcast. You should check that out. The one from Face Off. Which one? He seems fun. Yeah, which Nick Cage? The Nick first Cage, Nick, Cage Nick Cage or John Travolta Nick Cage? I mean, if you're in a lockup, you want to go with The Rock. The Rock Nick Cage. Interesting. Sorry. Which one is to blame? That might be the one to blame for him becoming an action star. Which one came Probably. first? Gone in 60 Seconds, Con Air, or The Rock? The Rock. Yep. Was it The Rock? Because that was the Michael Bay. You Michael know, Bay like, yeah. ruins Michael everything. Bay. He, yeah. He does a lot. Creature Cage? <laughs> oh, I want to okay. make a movie that so, Michael Bay ruined our childhood. Nick, <laughs> Jasper says Nick Cage from Face Off. The Nick Cage is Cage. <laughs> Caster Troy as, as a preacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's doing that whole like head bob thing. Oh, I hate. I don't, I don't like that movie. And I think it's Nick Cage's fault. <laughs> Yeah. And John Travolta. <laughs> so the two leads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they switch, it's not better. <laughs> it's no. Worse, maybe. <laughs> well, because then they're acting as looking the other in the mirror. Take your face off. It's like looking in a mirror, but not. It's <laughs> <He's> so crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, hey, you can find more of this at GralixPodcast.com. G R A W. Lix podcast.com. Jasper loves the his head dance. <laughs> he loves the head dance. Yeah. GCU season five or four. Five. It's five because four was horror. Four. Five. Five, five is going to be horror as well. All cage all the time. Not really. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not committing to that. <laughs> no. Look at Paul's face. <laughs> jive. Mel no, we're not doing jive. God, season man. jive is not going to happen. <laughs> 
we can't even come to an agreement as to what that would mean because in my head I'm like, what's so seventies like black exploitation movies? And yeah. you're like talking Electric about like twenties, thirties flapper dancing. And I'm like, no, these are I don't think this is not gonna work. And then you could have a jive turkey, which could be the turkey from Thanksgiving. Oh no. <laughs> I've seen enough about I've never watched that. I think oh, there's man. two of them, but I've seen enough on YouTube to know what that is. <laughs> well, As one jive turkey. Thanks, killing an airplane. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a double feature. Thanks, killing an airplane. Uh, did you see Jasper's comment there? <laughs> that's actually really good. <laughs> that's actually really good. Season Fiverr, where we get all of our co-hosts off Fiverr. I feel like that's also a jab, but at who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder what kind of co-host I could get for five bucks an episode. <laughs> it might be worth looking into. Thanks. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> Probably better quality than me. Sorry. I'm cheap. Now, is that you? Yes, go away. So all of that. It's is my mini me. Okay. The mini you? Yeah. You want to say hi? Hi. Hi. Mini moose. Does he know Nick Cage movies? No. Which does he want to get stuck with? He knows turtles. <laughs> does he I like, like turtles? I like turtles. He likes turtles. <laughs> All right, go away. Go <laughs> reboot Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action. Nick Cage plays all four turtles. George. And Splinter. Baxter, he would be great as Baxter, Baxter Stockman. That's a good point. That, that's who I'd want him to be. And April O'Neil. <laughs> and April O'Neil, and whatever his name is, that uh, the cameraman that yeah always runs away, and the turtle van. Yeah, <laughs> Nick, Cage, Nick Cage is the turtle van. Nick Cage, in fact, okay, scratch it all. He's just the turtle van. <laughs> Cage is now every role in the new turtles. Yeah, I, I'm all, I'm on board. So he is that, he is that Nick Cage leggings in Turtles. Where it's just Nick Cage faces everywhere. One time, and I was kind of upset about it, but Mel one time Melanie installed this plugin in my browser that replaced every picture that when I went online, I went onto Facebook, it replaced every picture with a picture of Nick Cage. And for a moment I was like, I've been hacked. <laughs> and then she's like, Whoa. and I was like, <laughs> Oh, uh, did you get that picture I sent you? Yes. What was this? That was my uncle Carl. Well, that is my uncle Carl, the one I said uh, Cage looks like in uh, One Man Army. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, I see that. Yeah, how that's my uncle Hippie. How do you cut a beard to get such a good shape? Because which one? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> you get you, yeah. your beard looks like mine. Like when it it just like does just poof. Oh, wait. His beard is like chisel, chiseled. It's amazing. Yeah. It just kind of grows that way. He had a 400 pound per paint tank blow up on him, and since then his hair just grows in a natural form. <laughs> He's like a comic book hero. Wow! <laughs> amazing beard man. One day he got <laughs> in, in an in unfortunate a, explosion. A 400 pound <laughs> propane tank explosion, and since then his beard has been immaculate. Like it just grows in a natural shape. Wow. He can deflect bullets with his beard, but only his beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he belongs on Dexter's lab. 
<laughs> in that in that blast, his beard was fused. <laughs> it's like the thing. It's like made of yeah. rock now, but it still looks. It's like an impermeable beard. mass. <laughs> only the oh, only the righteous can lift it. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. You're good. <laughs> Don't rush me. Oh no, you got to go. Yeah, I forget. You're, I forget you're here, as opposed to like somewhere else. Yes, you're here. here. <laughs> He's got places to be, like home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we are taking way too long. Okay, guys, this has been fun. Uh, a little disappointed there wasn't more of a turnout, but you know what? Like we said earlier, quality. Yep. And so, Savannah, Paul, of course, Jasper here at the end. Uh, and I am Matt, the toy in the happy Matt, world. Who wasn't here really? Matt D, who wasn't here because he's anti-Facebook. He's one of those. <laughs> he's somewhere recording a 60s reboot podcast with a tinfoil hat. <laughs> and a tin can. And a tin can on a string. I don't know how you plug that into your mixer, but <laughs> pretty impressive that he does. It gets hardwired. <laughs> That's some Jerry the No magic, probably. <laughs> and anyone else who tuned in or listens later on the podcast feed thanks for checking us out and uh you guys have a good weekend yeah all right bye bye, bye. bye. thank you for listening to Grolix nights our special weekly live Grolix podcast series if you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grolixpodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grolixpodcast.